0: Now, for this month's Eason Book Club, we chose Your House Will Pay by Steph Cha. The Eason Book Club on The Pat
1: Kenny Show. Sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month.
0: So what did our panel think of the book? They're with me in studio now. Claudia Carroll, Caroline Forn and our newest member, Kevin McGarren. Good morning and welcome to you all. We'll we'll keep you on ice for a second, Kevin, because you see how it's done now. (laughs) We'll we'll ask uh, the other two veterans uh, exactly what they thought of the book and something of the narrative. This is one where spoilers could be damaging.
2: We'll be careful. Mm. Okay, Um, so off you go. I personally adored this book. It was a a major page-turner for me, a thriller, a bit of a whodunit, and it tells the story of a um, African-American family and a Korean-American family in LA uh, set against the backdrop of all the racial tensions that started in 1992 and now we're seeing Simmering again in 2019 um, and it actually is based on the fictionalised, I didn't realise this until after I'd read it, The is a fictionalised account of the real-life shooting of a teenage girl called Latasha Harlins in 1991 and in this case it's a young girl, 15, who gets uh, shot by a Korean Convenience store worker who accuses her or things that she's stealing and drink from her and then she never gets she never goes to jail she gets off with probation yeah. and a fine
0: and, and there was some controversy at the time yes. that that uh, this uh, woman uh, the real person uh, was found guilty but was not did not serve any time in, in jail that was the point yes the judge was very lenient she Claude. got I think, yeah. com-
3: community service and a fine yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of along with Rodney King. It was the big thing that caused all of this. Yeah. And uh, it was 2 weeks
2: after the Rodney King event, so it was extra
3: Okay,
0: now, now, uh, Claudia, the book itself, I found it a bit difficult to approach initially because we went back and forth in time. It's a tough
1: pitch, I thought. And in fact, the blurb at the back of the book doesn't do it justice because I was kind of pitching it to people and saying, they were saying, what what are you doing for the the Easton's Pat Kenny Book Club? And I was saying, well, it's about race relations and it goes back to jumps back and forth between 1992 and the present day. And people were kind of going, "Mm." but actually the book is wonderful. It's For me, it was like Shakespeare. It's a plague on both your houses. Mm. It's like an eye for an eye. So we've got two families um, who are have a, a sense of linked destiny and we've got two central characters, Sean, who, as Caroline says, is from an African-American family and whose sister was shot at the age of 16 um, in a Korean-owned um, convenience store going in to buy a carton of milk. And it's that she describes beautifully the racial tensions back in 92. In and the opening section, like there's a kit. bit
0: where the riots are underway. And it's terrifying and you, to you read. You get a sense of, you know, a, a whole black crowd go to, to a venue to see a gig and then things start to go yeah. wrong. They're turned away. And you can feel the tension rising it, in you uh, as a reader. In
1: the news, you know, L.A. burned, it, mm-hmm. and it's a it, it fed into the O.J. Simpson verdict. we remember Ultimately, which was shortly it yeah. after that time. But um, it, it, the storyline does jump back and forth a lot. But for me, oh, and neither character, neither of the central characters, they're both good people who just want to get on with their jobs. Grace is a pharmacist; she's working hard.
0: She's the Korean. Uh, she's girl. A
1: Korean, yeah. and Sean is working. He has done time in prison. He got in with a bad gang but he's going straight now he's working as a furniture remover both these people this is what's so tragic about it they they just want to get on with life rear families pay taxes go to church live now, good now, lives
0: in
3: the blurb it tells you there's a link but we won't go there mm. at yeah. this stage because it would we'll be a spoiler it. Kevin what did you think of the book I loved it as well um, I, like I, I kind of am fascinated by the LA riots it was such a just an absolute mad point in American history um I think one of the things that stood out for me was how she, it's, the LA riots were a very complex issue. And this is a complex book. You, she does a great job of making you empathize with both sides. And at the end of the book, you, like, you don't know who's right and who's wrong. And that's kind of the point. And um, they, you know, they, I didn't realize, uh, first of all, how uh, important the Koreans were to the LA riots. You know, the Koreans owned a lot of stores in yeah. these black neighborhoods. Um, but Steph Cha, I read hmm. an interview uh, with Steph Cha and uh, the, the,
0: the suggestion that she was aware that the Koreans are treated much, even though they are people of color, yeah. they are treated much better than African-Americans.
3: In America? Yeah. I suppose there is a, a sliding scale of racism in America. Yeah. Um, the But one thing I, I found out just researching the riots was that the the Korean shop owners who abandoned their stores their, their stores were immediately set on fire it was the ones who stood there and kind of stood their ground with weapons like it was it was like a military zone they managed to hold on to their stores so you can kind of see the uh, you can empathise with with both sides very very well. I thought I really enjoyed it. And it
1: ultimately asks the question: Has anything really changed? Yeah. She has a beautiful line at the end where she said in '92 the city burned, and we thought we would rebuild it and make it a better place. It's a sign of hope. Where are mm. the good people? Where are the good men? Why yeah. hasn't that happened? You can go
3: back further. The '65 Watts Riots uh, were yeah. almost as bad, and it was a very similar thing. It was a uh, black motorist, uh, cops, uh, I think, killed him with a cinder block and there was you know 34 deaths in the Watts riots there was 63 deaths in the in the 92 riots and this it's it's history just repeating itself and and, you know, and caroline that question for most people
0: la in mm. this country is hollywood yes it's not la as la is i mean maybe some of the the cinema noir from uh mm. from la gives you some insight well i was
2: only saying before Chinatown. we went on air that from what i've learned about la that isn't the kind of glitz and glamour has been through like the hip hop and the rap history and documentaries and movies like straight out of compton which for me were such major eye openers and like how much the riots and what was going on formed the culture at the time so yeah it was it was it was a real learning for me to, to know more about this time because i was only 4 i suppose when the the 92 oh, you riots
0: had to happened drop that in, didn't i'm you?
3: so young <laughs>
0: I'm <only> a baby <laughs> Um, we have a, a book club person on the line, Jane Ryan in Dunleary. Hello, Jane.
4: Hi, Pat. How are you? Hi to everyone in the studio.
0: Yeah. Now, you're um, unique, I think, among our book club uh, persons, uh, fr- on the phone at least, because uh, uh, Claudia is an author and she is with me now. But you too are an author and we spoke to you. Yes, she yes, did indeed. You interviewed me last year about my debut novel, for Seven Seconds. Now, um, your book club was born out of that uh, endeavour.
4: Yes, indeed. The girls used to proofread for me and we enjoyed it so much that we decided we would actually make our own proper book club. So we're, we're actually called Waiting for Merlot, which probably says it all.
0: <laughs> OK, uh, so uh, you are in total uh, Gillian, Deirdre, Larissa and yourself. Yes, indeed. OK, what did you think of the book?
4: We loved it. We absolutely loved it. It was a fantastic book. I think, as Claudia said, it is beautifully written. It is superbly written. The prose is exquisite. You are dropped into each scene. Um, You've discussed a number of scenes, but one of my favourites was when Grace, the daughter, was bathing her mother, Yvonne. I mean, that scene was just so poignant. You were there... You know, she was, it was the frustration between mother and between grown up mother and, 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 and a grown up daughter. It was the love, it was the care, it was all of the, the, the narciness. She just, Steph Cha has an ability to build a scene and bring you right in. Similarly, as you said about the riots, you could literally taste them. And I'm well old enough to remember that very iconic piece of Rodney King being beaten by the police. So, you know, you could really taste the fear. But one of the things that we found fascinating was the whole Korean side, because that, again, as you said, you know sometimes la feels like hollywood it surely isn't in this koreatown isn't hollywood and it was the way she could bring you into their culture you know the first generation immigrants you know the the parents who had come over who wanted a better life a new life and suddenly they were in the middle of these riots you really felt you were there it was just exquisite
0: yeah, and that business of, you know, first generation Koreans or other nationalities. Uh, I mean, you might see it in, in Britain with the uh, corner store run by some Pakistanis mm-hmm. and so on. And how hard they had to work to get to that point And they weren't going to give it in. They weren't going to simply hand it over uh, to, to riots. So uh, did you rate it, uh, Jane?
4: We did. We all gave it a star. So we're, we're lucky, there's only five of us, so it was a five star for us
0: five star alright all Jane so uh, overall um, your recommendation on the book Kevin
3: oh definitely check it out I really really enjoyed it yeah did I you
0: read it. it at one sitting or did you kind of episodically to be honest it
3: Pat I finished the last five pages outside your office here <laughs> <laughs> well but you uh, are the new boys so. yeah <laughs> well no the last book I had to do was a Jeffrey Archer book for Dahan Mori, and that was torture this was an absolute joy okay. highly recommend it uh, Claudia
1: Oh, I would say absolutely check it out. Don't don't mind the blurb on the back of the book, but it's just it's deep, it's nuanced, it's taught. You would read it in a single yeah. sitting.
0: Um, the the only caveat I would have is the the naming of the characters and trying to figure out who everybody is. Because um, when it's going back and forth and after the guy gets out of jail, who's he related to? Is he the cousin or the mm. uncle? Or, I found that just a little bit unclear, uh, but it does emerge. It clarifies yes. in time. Yeah. Caroline.
2: Beautifully written. I think it's an unmissable book for this year, for sure.
0: OK, well, that's a high recommendation <laughs> indeed. It's also time to look forward to our recommendation for March. So, uh, this uh, sneak preview uh, one is called Adults by Emma Jane Unsworth at 35 Jenny McLean owns her own house writes for a cool magazine and has hilarious friends just a message away is that you, Caroline? <laughs> 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 anyway, but the thing is, she can't actually afford her house since her criminally sexy ex-boyfriend, Art. Yeah, it's me. Led- <laughs> 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 uh, Her best friend, Kelly, is clearly trying to break up with her. And now her mother has appeared on her doorstep unbidden to save the day. Uh, Adults is the story of one woman learning how to fall back in love with her life. So that's the title, Adults. The next one is The Mercies by Kieran Millwood Hargrave. After a storm has killed off all the island's men, two women in a 1600s Norwegian coastal village struggle to survive against both natural forces and the men who've been sent to rid the community of alleged witchcraft. Inspired by the real events of the Vardo Storm and the 1620 witch trials, The Mercies is a feminist story of love, evil, obsession, set at the edge of civilization, The third book is called The Foundling by Stacey Halls. Set in Georgian London, six years after leaving her illegitimate daughter Clara at London's Foundling Hospital, Bess Bright returns to reclaim the child she's never known. Dreading the worst, that Clara has died in care, the last thing she expects to hear is that her daughter has already been reclaimed by her. So, her life is turned upside down as she tries to find out who has taken her little girl and why. And the final one, uh, Kingdom, Kingdom Tide, I think it is, uh, by Rye Curtis, the sole survivor of a plane crash, 72-year-old Cloris Waldrip finds herself lost and alone in the unforgiving wilderness of Montana's rugged, uh, bitterroot range, exposed to the elements with no tools beyond her wits and ingenuity. Deborah Lewis is a park ranger struggling with addiction, a recent divorce and a new mission to find and rescue Cloris. So four very Good different call. books. I
1: love a book about witches. Yes, me too. <laughs> Stacey well, yeah, think about it and we'll <laughs> okay. catch up
0: with you on uh, Monday and you can tell us which one you have chosen for us all uh, to read. So uh, our thanks to our Book Club panellists, Caroline Forn, Claudia Carroll
3: and our uh, newbie, Kevin McGarren. Thank you very much for joining us for our Easton Book Club.